My name's Austin, and this is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. If you believe that you were meant to break through and thrive in your life and your business, then this is the podcast for you. Is there a moment when success happens? Is there a recipe that creates your big breakthrough? We're going to answer those questions and many more on the brand new podcast and TV show based on the upcoming book called Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. Welcome to episode number 10. What if you could have your big breakthrough in the midst of chaos, in the midst of down moments, in the midst of a recession, in the midst of a depression, in the midst of a pandemic? Well, today we're going to talk about a millionaire that was created through games. A millionaire that was created through games. We're going to talk about innovation over creation. More often than not, it's innovation that creates millionaires, billionaires. Sure, creation can do it as well, but history reveals that it's the innovator that seems to make the greatest impact and make history. How can you create your big breakthrough in this down moment? I'm going to share with you three stories today, three stories I'm going to pull from. This is going to be a high-impact, to-the-point, meaningful podcast today, and it's going to be a shorter one. So I want to wrap this up in about 10 or 15 minutes. So stay with this. I want you to grab this today because here's the thing. You, whoever's listening to this, you're at, you're at some point on the spectrum. Very few people are profiting and f- flourishing right now. Most people are struggling or in the middle or somewhere. But here's what I want to get across. I want you to grab the innovation. I want you to seek the innovation that could lead to your big breakthrough, to create an idea in the middle of this crazy time. It is May 1st. We're turning the page to a new month. There's all kinds of changes happening as as I'm recording this podcast. But here, it's about you and your journey. It's about your big breakthrough. Let's get into it. Did you know that during the Great Depression, many millionaires were created. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk about the numbers of that, but I want to hone in on one particular gentleman that became a millionaire during the Great Depression. And that man's name is Charles Darrow. Charles Darrow, that's right. Charles Darrow. Ironically, he was born in Philadelphia, the same place that I was born. He was born in 1889, and who is he? You've never heard of him probably, right? Well, he's best known as the reputed innovator of the Monopoly board game. How about that? Well, let's dig a little deeper because according to the Wall Street Journal, back in 2009 when we had were dealing with the last recession, they did an article talking about the millionaires of the Great Depression, people that became millionaires during the Great Depression. Well, guess what? Charles Darrow was one of them. He was the creator of the Monopoly game, and he became the world's first first millionaire game designer. Now you think about today all the games, the digital games, but this is a board game. 
People sat around and played this game. But I want to bring to you a very specific point. It's been argued that he's not the creator of it. Here's the news. Let me read this to you. This is from the Business Reference Services. And this is uh, from, this is a local government website, the Library of Commerce. And here's what it says. On December 31st, 1935, the now ubiquitous winner-take-all board game Monopoly was patented. Since that day, it has been translated into 37 languages and evolved into over 200 licensed and localized editions for 103 countries across the world. The game of capitalism, competition, and business strategy has firmly established itself as a significant piece of popular culture. Charles B. Darrow of Germantown, PA, which is Philadelphia, created the game known today during the Great Depression. In 1934, he presented the game to the executives at Parker Brothers and was rejected! Guess what? Flashpoints and breakthroughs come littered with rejection. Don't hide from it. But a year later, he sold 5,000 homemade copies of the game. Sometimes you may have to support your own efforts. Sometimes you may have to rise above people who don't support you and do it anyway, and you win. But let me go deeper. Ah, it's always a story. There's always a great story, isn't there? Some controversy has surrounded the invention of the game. Whether it was created by Charles Darrow in 1934 or Elizabeth Phillips, who patented a game called The Landlord's Game in 1904 as a means of educating citizens on Henry George's single tax movement. Parker Brothers bought The Landlord Game rights from Phillips for $500 and an agreement to manufacture the game for distribution and thus was free to pursue the development with the game known as Charles Darrow's Monopoly. Over 250 million sets of Monopoly have been sold since its invention, and the game has been played by over a half a billion people, making it possible, possibly the most popular board game in history. So interesting storyline here that the Parker Brothers bought the landlord's game rights from Phillips for $500 with an agreement to manufacture the game, and thus they were free to pursue the development with the game known today as Charles Darrow's Monopoly. But, you know, it's interesting how these weave together because you really have never heard of the landlord's game, have you? You only heard of Monopoly, which was Charles Darrow's creation. But was it his creation? In fact, I would venture to say here that it was his innovation. So therein lies the power of the innovator to take an idea, change it, and bring it to the world. Let's go into the next story, which I'm not going to go too deep into because we all know about it. It's called, it's called, what's the name of this? Hold on. Let's go. What is the name of this? I don't know if you've ever heard of this before, but um, actually it's called Facebook. And the original name was, wasn't Facebook, the original idea was the Harvard Connection, later renamed to Connect You. 
It's interesting, isn't it? So we all know, if you don't know this story, I'm going to share it with you, but Mark Zuckerberg is not the creator of the idea. No. It was the Winklevoss brothers who actually sued Zuckerberg, and there's a popular movie out, and you'll, you probably know it, but the Winklevoss brothers got a huge, huge settlement but you hardly ever hear that story. All you know is Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook because Mark Zuckerberg took an idea and innovated it. And there you go. There you have another story about how something was taken and turned into a popular idea. Not many people will know the name Connect You. Just like not many people will know the name the landlord uh, game, whatever, what's the name of that? The landlord's game, right? So it's, it's the innovator. And, and I want to get you, I want to stir you up. I want to provoke you. What can you innovate in your life? Can you innovate and create your big breakthrough? Because it doesn't have to be on a grand scale like this, because, but there could be something that you can do to innovate. Story number three, story number three is Windows. If you've ever seen the movie, The Pirates of Silicon Valley, you know that Bill Gates did not, in fact, create Windows. Neither did Steve Jobs. Neither of these gentlemen created the concept of Windows. Windows was, in fact, a Xerox creation and was seen by Steve Jobs, who, according to the movie, now we don't know what the, what the real facts were, but Bill Gates got wind of it. And Bill Gates was poised and he was ready and he innovated like crazy ahead of anyone else. And Windows was born and the rest is history. And so we can go through more stories, but I think you're getting the point here that it's the innovator that makes the difference. It's not the creator. Most creators create, they don't innovate. Without innovation, the creation may not get out there. It may, it may die it, or it may, may be discovered long after when someone innovates it because as they're said, there's nothing new under the sun. There's only the ability to innovate and maybe take different ideas and innovate them and pull them together. So what I want to bring to you today in this podcast, what can you innovate in your life? No, you don't have to create a game that goes down in history and is played by a half a billion people. No, you don't need to create a social media platform that is frequented by billions of people. No, you don't need to create a universal program, a computer program that is utilized by billions of people. But what can you innovate in your own life? What idea have you been sitting on? What can you do to get that idea moving? What can you do to step away from all the noise of the news and what's happening and create, innovate, and get into action. Because if you've, if you've witnessed any of these things, Mark Zuckerberg had an urgency when he was innovating. Bill Gates had an urgency when he was innovating. He created massive momentum. He had done the work. He was smart. These, these gentlemen had done the work. You know, If we dig deeper into their stories, we'll see there's a history there of of work, but it was the innovation that was turned into momentum and action forward that enabled them to get onto the world stage and be known in the 
annals of history. It's your time. It's your, it's your, what is it? It's your time, but it's your awareness. It's your awareness that will make the difference. This podcast has now made you aware. So you can choose to walk away. You can choose to do nothing. Or you can take a step, block out some creative time, innovate, mix two things together, take an old idea that you had and, and make, make a plan and start to take action and bring it to the world. The world is left for the innovator. It's not left for the creator. The creator is important, but without innovation, the creation could die. So don't let your creation die today. Become an innovator. Take your creation and innovate. Avoid being too attached to what it is in its first version. You know, if you think about Windows and you think about these board games, there's always different versions. And I'll give you another example. Walt Whitman wrote his book, Leaves of Grass, and he wrote it over and over again until he ended up with 300 different poems in it, where it started out with, I forget the number, but maybe 12 or whatever. But he, he kept revising it and doing it again. And that's something that you may need to look at. Maybe you can revise an old idea, innovate it. Avoid being afraid of, of innovating and changing the idea. I found a lot of creators become too attached to, to version one. You, you got to be willing to look at it. Put all options on the table. Innovation is just, that's it. It's just being willing to look at all options and innovate that idea. Innovate that idea. Keep innovating it. Get additional help. Get the right people in your circle. Keyword, the right people. Because, you know, you, we know in, in history that um, people take other people's ideas. So that that's a real thing. And you need to be aware of that. But. Don't let it stop you from innovating. However, you got to do it. Innovate. This is Austin. This is Flashpoint. This is episode 10. Is the time now for your big breakthrough? Is this the time? Is this the time to innovate? Is this the time to move forward? Millionaires were create, created in the Great Depression. Millionaires and billionaires will be created through what's happening right now in our world on a global scale. It's time to innovate and it's time to position yourself for the rest of your life, to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Have an outstanding day and I'll see you next week on episode number 11. I'm so glad you joined me for episode number 10 and I want to point you to three different opportunities, three different links. One, I struggled a lot with beliefs. For me to be doing this is, is, a, is a miracle. I was littered with limiting beliefs and it literally took me down the long, hard road, hard lessons, destructive, destroying relationships, almost on the verge of bankruptcy because I dealt with this lack of worth and limiting beliefs. So I created this questionnaire, nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. It's yours free. You simply put your name and email in and you'll get that. Number two, you can get a copy of my book when it comes out by the end of the year. It'll be in the fourth quarter. Again, name, email, you'll get on the list. 
so that you get first dibs at the book. Number three, we just launched a platform called emergencylifecoach.com. It's for support support for life's unexpected twists when you need it most. Do you know somebody who's gone through a job loss, a breakup, conflict in a relationship at work, or just a completely being blindsided? We have a website called emergencylifecoach.com, and there's a free coping activity that people can get immediately. So make sure you take advantage of one of these three things. Avoid listening to something like this being provoked and, and not taking action. So take action. I've given you three steps here. And if you like this, subscribe and share. Have a great day. Wow.